Kate, Mary! You binge watch your average Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it. We need to talk to someone we about it. We need to Louis. talk to someone about it. Hi, Kate. <gasps> oh my I God, like, Mary. Oh, there hi. are so many adventures to catch up on here that it's a bit hard to know where to start. Oh my gosh, um, now, um, we should probably preface this by saying um, we were both invited to the very exciting launch of the Bluey merch up in Sydney and um, you decided to go up and represent Team Gotta Be Done and I'm wildly, wildly jealous. <laughs> it was jealous. my honour. Um, we decided to take the whole family, drive to Sydney, which, uh, yeah, it was always going to feel like a challenge but probably – um, nothing compared to the challenges that you were facing at the time. Do you want to, like, just give, you know, a rough outline of what was happening with you that uh, meant Sydney wasn't going to happen? Oh, it's been a very um, stressful time in the McMahon house and <coughs> at the risk of being an overshare and crying like cats in the background. Um, uh, we've had two out of four members of the fam in hospital and oh. the other two members out of four um, projectile vomiting. So um, it's it's been tricky. And the adding, um, I've actually started a new job. So that's been Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's It seems to be going relatively, I'm touching some wood. Um, yeah, no disasters as yet. So we'll, we'll keep that hopefully going. Um, but yeah, I was really sad. I couldn't make it up to, to Sydney. Um, such a beautiful city and even more beautiful by Bluid. And, um, Hey, I was loving your Instagram post too, because has there ever been a more iconic dog on the tucker box than <laughs> the dog on the tucker box until How now? How good was that? We were so lucky. Um, thanks to Ludo who sent us out, um, an early bluey, um, and some of the books as well. So we got Amazing. a very exciting Thank you, um, parcel before we set off. So we had Bluey in our hot little hands to take <laughs> Sydney with us. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, if, have you, if you've seen the dog on the tucker box, you probably know it's surrounded by a fountain. Well, uh, that fountain has now had a few of the family feet in there as we uh, <laughs> snuck in and put Bluey on top of the tucker box. So for the international listeners, um, there's a very famous song about the dog, the dog sorry, on the tucker box in Australian history. And as you're driving between Melbourne and Sydney, there is a place that you can pull over to the side of the road and see the statue of the dog, the dog on the tucker box. Actually, I can't remember the story off the top of my head, man. Um, <laughs> Do you know it? I, I Well, I know it because we stopped there and I read it. The statue actually predates the song, which is weird. Um, oh, and the statue go. was there because um, a bullocky, who was a guy who was driving cattle cross-country, was having a very bad day, got his bullocks stuck in the mud, um, decided this can't get any worse, I'm just going to take a break and have lunch, and found the dog on his tucker box. But the suggestion is the dog was actually doing something on or in his tucker box <laughs> and that is this heartwarming Australian story so I feel like look I think this just um, plays to the Australia total Australian a long and disturbing history clearly <laughs> yeah. of um of dog stories and yeah that's one for the ages I don't know it, it, <laughs> does it have a bluey tie-in maybe maybe an asparagus when daddy walrus is uh 
Oh, about on the to mouse. do something yeah, on the maybe carpet. having his own dog on the tackle box moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, and don't forget weekend when um, you know, oh, dad, that stinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, Australia, long history of dogs and the proverbial. Um. So yeah. So that's the dog on the tackle box. We continued on past there, made it to Sydney. Um, the launch was. Um, all we'd hoped and more because they, they did say up front uh, there'd be an appearance from Bluey and Bingo, which was <gasps> oh my God. so exciting. Um, oh my we'd God. already been seeing, you know, a few different events in Sydney and Brisbane where the, the, um, the real life, the larger than life characters had been appearing in their kind of um, fat cat Mickey Mouse style suits. Um, yep. And yeah, they they were there. So I'd even worded up Bon, who's I'm like, oh, Bingo and Bluey are going to be there. And his first question was muffin and socks. I'm like, what? <laughs> why? Why <laughs> don't get greedy, kids? Oh, don't even. So oh, that was goodness. entertaining. Um, Where was it held? It was held um, in a place called Alexandria at a a play centre essentially um, called Nubo, but uh, a play centre that was very much created on. Montessori Steiner sort of principles, uh, which made it look very beautiful. There was lots of wood and rope, and um, like probably the best example is all the balls in the ball pit were the same pale coloured blue. (laughs) So if you very Instagrammer, like influencer type person, it would be your dream. I took many not very good photos, so that was unfortunate. But um, but it was a gorgeous venue, and then of course. Um, bluey paraphernalia everywhere. I think Cass can nearly pronounce the word bluey now. So uh, my job as a parent oh, is done. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to pronounce it right now. And I did Good get a work, chance buddy. to chat to um, Daly and Charlie, um, who of course are the two co-founders of Ludo. Um, yeah. Speaking so of Daly Pearson and Charlie Aspinwall, and they were. So excited. It was really cool to compare notes with them about what the day meant for them. Oh, what did it mean? Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> well, hopefully you'll be able to hear what exactly they had to say amidst all the screaming children because we were talking as kids were, like, getting to meet and greet with Bluey, which, as you can imagine, was not a very uh, peaceful and orderly kind of a process. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just started by asking how they were feeling. I feel a bit tranquil, just very proud of the team, I think. This is, this is a, we, we're always lucky to stand at the precipice of it. Um, but there's a lot of people behind getting to a stage like this. So. I know that's the boring answer, but it's the true answer. Yeah, pretty proud it's of the team. crazy seeing the suits, standing next <laughs> to them. Was this the first time? Yeah, I've not seen, yeah. Okay, is this the right word? We need to come up with uh, Costume, the technical term <laughs> is costume okay. characters. Characters, right, yeah. okay. Apparently well, they, can, they can only do 25 minutes okay, and yeah. then they pass out. Yeah. It's like that. We talked a bit about the costumes um, and Daly's big comparison to make was that um, the people in the costumes were, it was like a Hurt Locker situation. They got really <laughs> high stress in there, which I haven't seen the Hurt Locker, but I, 
I couldn't really see the comparison. Just <laughs> the oppressive hate. <laughs> I guess so. Or... I guess. Um, but it, it wasn't the last movie reference he had to make either. So um, Daly loves his movie references, I've realised, and I'm wondering if that's where they're coming from in the um, bluey subplots. Um, but Charlie really loves the suits and everything else. They look amazing. They do. They, they look, look right. just like the toys as well. Yeah. Really great yeah. yeah it was it was it's great that they look so good like they're like we spent a lot of time getting the shapes right uh we did our own 3d turnarounds oh, from really? the 2d uh-huh. uh just to make sure that we got the, sh- the the whole shape right the whole way around yeah okay. yeah so they look great um i've never been to a toy launch before no um, neither have i <laughs> It's love like, you know, like the P1000, like you shoot it at anything. I've, we've achieved that bit, but it just pops up a new thing. A really happy thing, like it's a happy T1000. <laughs> <laughs> Do you agree with that, Charlie? I'm not sure what he's talking about. I've never seen Terminator. Terrible. Yeah, you're very proud to get to one stage, but getting to that stage means a new one opens up, um, which is super exciting, but also... That's incredible. <laughs> I, I should explain. We're up, up in a room at the Bluey um, Toy and Book Launch Party watching Bingo and Bluey uh, character costumes, take selfies with little kids who just, I've not seen more excitable little kids in my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they should let all those people in. There's some very excited teams outside. Oh, yeah, I just hope we're going to make a break for it. Um, I should have said I'm chatting to Daily Pearson and Charlie Aspenborg. Hi. And, um, like, today's an exciting day, but there have been so many highlights. I should say congratulations on their international Emmy um, nomination. Is that, like, what makes the highlight of highlights? Like, can you even pick one from the last 12 months? It's all been downhill since the league. Everything. <laughs> Everything's been underwhelming since then. Is that just because you're in the volume? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just have what Alf has now. Yeah, right. Have <laughs> <laughs> you found yourself calling more people playing the last since we Yeah, people don't know that. You want to have the Logie that give you everyone's number who's ever won the Logie. Yeah. You have a club. <laughs> yeah, we meet every Tuesday, just chat about the state of the industry, new, <laughs> new platforms, emerging platforms. Yeah. I think the Emmy's pretty amazing. Uh, we, we don't know till next year, so we have a while till we lose or not uh, to feel yeah. like we might win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I think it's um, we've very uh, horribly we've actually picked up a couple of Emmys before, but this is the one we feel yeah uh, deserves really it. deserves it. Yeah. So we hope we haven't used up our good luck. <laughs> that's yeah. A good yeah, yeah, yeah. We really hope that. Yeah, well, who knows? You never know, but it's pretty amazing. So once you've got a couple on the shelf, they you're still ordering an Emmy and more come. <laughs> There's something about the Emmy which is very um, special, I think. People respond to it in a really yeah, different like, way. People that I've known already didn't know that I worked on Bluey until the Emmy popped up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think down to it, it's like it's in the same sentence as like, uh, you know, Meryl Streep and, and uh, Sopranos. You know, they win Emmys. <laughs> 
you know, yeah. you don't win Emmys, yeah. those proper people win Emmys. Wow. So I think it's a bit of that. Mr. Bluey, you're no, the face of it out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, every every Twitter conversation, you can come back with a bluey gift now, and yeah. um, that's very much your role. But I wondered about you, Charlie. Yeah. Since, like, how has your life changed since Bluey? Oh, because we have 60 people in the studio, mm. that's the main thing, yeah. like, running that, and just having a big show with lots of moving parts. Charlie's probably secretly much more in the creative trenches of Blu-ray than I. So I think not only producing an EP, but being there at the delivery of every script, which is pretty heavy. It's, pretty, it's like a script a week, I think. Isn't so it? it's, it's Sam and I run Bluey, basically. Yeah. Uh, and, and I work with Joe more on the creative side, and, okay. and Joe's, uh, Sam's more on the logistics. Well, uh, but we, there's a bit of a crossover. When we were at Blu-ray, um, we saw Sam's amazing yeah, it's like a battleship. <laughs> so you just can't turn that thing round. You have to just keep going forwards. <laughs> Peak jealousy. That's so cool. It I mean, was. We were so very cool, lucky actually because this was a public chats. venue with big glass windows out the front. We even saw some um, kids going past who weren't there for the party who looked in the windows and saw Bluey and Bingo, and their little brains were obviously just exploding. It was, um, oh yeah, I like. I think everyone inside felt like the candy in the candy store um, and felt very lucky. So, yes, it was it's like pretty special ticket, to be part really. of that. When we caught up with Joe in July, he was writing an episode a week. Um, that is Joe Brum, the creator of Bluey. So there are now 40 episodes written for season two, which is just incredible and another wow. maybe dozen to go. So we start a new episode every week. Right. And that, you know, just that. By the time you get to the middle, you're working on 15 simultaneously. Right. And that's writing a new one every week or yep. animating? Well, Joe writes a new episode. He tries to write one every week. Mm-hmm. And then last year we had a few other writers as well. Uh, so, there's, you know, he gets a bit of help. But generally it's coming out of his head. And then I'm the first to read them. And, um, and then I give him notes and we talk about them. And, uh, and then, we, then it's a process with the broadcasters. But really, yeah, it's one new script every week. And then there's a once you kick one off, it's three or four months until you get to the other end. That is just a huge production, isn't it? Really, like when you think about it, that is, and you think those how big those teams were as well. Go Ludo, it's pretty oh, awesome. Absolutely, and it was funny to talk about the um the books and the toys as well because Ludo. Even though they're not responsible for getting those out, it is Penguin um, Kids Australia and uh, the BBC. Moose Toys? And Moose Toys as well who have been driving that. They've been really involved, which I think has been really exciting for them but has also been a bit of a distraction maybe. So yeah. Um, so I think they were very relieved that that was all, that's all 
they're out and in the world now. And man, isn't social media just lighting up with um, oh. bluey toys? Oh my gosh! It's I've had some texts words. from listeners. I've had yeah people tagging me on the socials, just saying, "Oh my god, we finally got our book or um, plushie or um, the the." Activity book. People are so excited, and I'm actually really excited about um, the figurines. Did you get to have a look at the figurines while you were there? Yes, Matt? they were there. They were not for sale. They're not going to be available till mid December, um, but oh. they're perfect. Like we've seen a lot of um, people making sort of figurines out of fondant. Um, yes, but yeah, these these figurines that are coming are, are that size that you could put on a birthday cake, which I know is your perfect. big measure of a good figurine. That is- <laughs> That is my measure of success. Like, can I put it on a birthday cake and will it look professional enough to get away with it? Yep. Yeah. I'm all about awesome. the Woolies mud cake hack. That's brilliant. Because Daly did um, describe them as, like, similar to the Muppet toys that you got in, I think it was, like, the late 80s, early 90s in Australia. But they were, like, Muppet babies um, figurines and they came on, like, a skateboard yeah, or a car yes. or something like that. And I loved those toys and um, I remember my grandfather very diligently buying Happy Meals and eating them to bring home the figurines so that my mum wouldn't crack it at him. But it'll be lovely to see these beautiful figurines for real life. For real life and not have to go to Macca's for them. (laughs) No, no doubt it'll be um, the thing that every kid's asking for and no one can find on the 20th of December. Well, people are saying the mini bingo has already disappeared from stores very quickly. Um, that's the little plushie and and yeah why like everyone's on team bingo so yeah not surprising (laughs) yeah absolutely it's become a bit of a universe it's not just a show anymore which is um new for us yeah it's uh books and toys and also just um like we we care so, so much about the show first of all and now we've got this new stuff and we care sort of doubly about that. Like, how does if Louis appearing somewhere uh, to making sure that everyone feels very happy about that? That the toys are great, that the yeah. books are great, that none of it feels um, none of it. That everything has the fingerprint of the show. I think, you know. So I rec- I've already explained why the audio is so terrible. Thank you for bearing with us to this point. I will say um, the day after the launch. Uh, Joe Brum did an interview with ABC Sydney, which uh, surprisingly didn't have the same audio issues that <laughs> I was having on my little recording rig. Um, we will share the link to that because it was amazing. James Valentine, who's the afternoon's presenter on ABC Sydney, um, for me, such a you know icon of sort of entertainment journalism, and he's just such a cool guy. So it was really cool hearing him chat to Joe. Um, his take was that Bluey is one of the most beautiful Australian creations of any mm. kind and it should be in the Pantheon with, like, the magic pudding and skipping oh. and that kind of thing, which, like, yes, obviously. He took talk back from listeners as well on what influence Blue is having on their lives and it was very colourful, lots of grandparents uh, calling in, which was really sweet. So we'll share the link to that oh. interview and um, you can enjoy the quality audio that the ABC is able to <laughs> produce. <laughs> We just got kicked out of our own One party. secret that's <laughs> all that's got to be done in the business need to know. One secret about Blue. Uh, I voice the Poppages dog and Charlie voices... Uh, Honey 
Honey's dad. Oh. And sang as Honey's mum. Oh, really? Oh, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good secret. And also, uh, we have a Christmas, everyone knows that. Yeah. It's a boring one. Well, I'm sticking with the Papa G one. <laughs> Man, I'm so wrapped that you got to go. And thanks so much oh. for representing the team. Um, uh, next time, was, Gadget. The pleasure was all mine. We were thinking of you back at home. We did manage to score a bag full of bluey cookies, which I was, uh, yeah, kind of. Poor Tim uh, poor was trying to eat them last night. And I was you, like, but, nope, um, I need to Instagram them first. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know that feeling. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, um, yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll go to the Emmys together when Bluey finally gets their Emmy, right? Is that the plan? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, because, um, yeah, amazing. I, th- I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast, but, yeah, they're up for an Emmy. How cool is that? It is so cool. Um, the this is just going to be the most awarded, awarded television show in the world in the next 12 months. And then, yeah, where will they go from there? But um, it is really exciting. And Daly mentioned that was one of his highlights. So, uh, well, his probably biggest highlight of the past year. So, it is, it is really big stuff. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I will now play for you the Rondo Alaturka. <laughs> if this episode isn't proof of how professional we are, then <laughs> um, I love Kate, you. I can't wait to see you in person. I'm sure our, everyone who's listening can't wait for us to record in person. But in the meantime, um, find us on all the socials. You know the deal. And we'll talk to you really soon. Okay. In the meantime. Until next week. It's got to be done. See you, Kate. Bye. Oh, no. Our wagon is broken down. How are we going to get to the party? Hey, Bingo. I know how you can get Jasmine to a party all the time. Come with me. Okay.